0: welcome back to a brand new episode of the Coaching Hive podcast. If you were with us for episode 57, then you know that this month is all about mentoring. And last week we sat down with Coach Julie and we talked about the concept of rhythm and routine in the day so that she could really get going with her business. Now, at the time of this recording, She was just beginning her second week of full-time entrepreneurship and finding some kind of workable rhythm was really at the top of her list of things to figure out. And so as that episode closed, as the conversation closed, she had a good plan in place. She was ready to go out and put into practice this new rhythm that we talked about. Now, as with anything, you know that it takes practice There are going to be adjustments that have to happen. There's going to be flexibility. This has to happen because life happens. Things are always changing and flowing. And we have to remember that even with a routine or a rhythm, we have to be flexible. We have to be flexible enough to go with the flow, to go with the rhythm, the adjustments that we need to make. So this week, what we're doing is catching up with Julie a week after. And we'll get to see and hear what her experience was like with the routine and the rhythm that we talked about in episode 57. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back, start there, and then join us here in episode 58 to learn more about what Julie has going on, what kinds of things we'll discuss, and what your weekly action item will be with a theme of simplicity, clarity, and vision for 2022 in mind. Let's jump in. I'm Dr. Mora, and this is the Coaching Hive Podcast. When we think about last week, it was all about rhythm, right? You yes. were focused on thinking about and integrating a new rhythm. So it was your second week being a full-time entrepreneur. and yes. You discovered that rhythm was going to be really important for you. Yes. Okay. So one of the things I remember us talking about is that you were going to get up early for your clients, work out with them, but then you were going to come home and actually do your own personal workout. You were going to work with them and then come home and do your own workout, get showered, get dressed and start your day. And on the days you didn't have clients, you and your husband were going to get up super early. Yes. Yes. and work out and then get get everyone out the door get dressed everything right so tell me about how that how did that go
1: um well last week was um my husband was sick so he was not getting up and we had two bad weather days so there was two days that I had my daughter at home and one day that I had my husband at home (laughs) so we were shifting around and doing all the things um, which meant I didn't work out with my clients early. Cause it was, I mean, we had ice. Yeah. You I mean, couldn't was, go. you couldn't go, um, my daughter was at home, which means, um, I'm preparing food every hour. It seems like, yes. and making sure things are going on. So last week's schedule had to be flexible, but on the upside, I worked out every day um, yeah, I, I, did get it done. It didn't happen at four 45 or five in the morning, but the workout happened every single day. Um, I went to my trainer. I didn't on one day cause it was icy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I did my trainer two days out of the three. Um, I drank a gallon of water every single day. I readied myself every day. So I did all the things, but how they got done, had to be a little bit flexible. That's just, that was how it was last week. Um, and then, um, this week it'll be my husband's traveling. Mm-hmm. So I've having to adjust a little bit cause I can't go train at four at 5:30 in the morning because there's nobody here with grace and getting her up. So I'm having to adjust that schedule. Um, but overall it's going well, I have made, hold on a second. So I have my daily, I do, it. I'm a list person. I'm yep. a list person. So at the top, like, and I did all of this yesterday. I took a couple of hours yesterday while Grace was at softball practice. And I did my calendar for the week. I did my list for the week. I did all the things. Okay. So this is how, this is what's working for me. And I really, I love it. Okay. So at the top, I see, can you see it says daily? Yes. Daily. And then I have like Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. So this is last week. I have have to put a check check mark. Yep. When I do it every day. So I see it every single day and whatever that looks like. And it seems really small, but it's a great reminder to me. These are the things that I have to do every single day. Um, if I get them done at five 30 in the morning, great. If I get them done at five 30 in the evening, that's okay as well. Um, maybe right now it's just being able to get everything done in a day and then I can work on the times later, but yeah. So my daily is I work out every day. Um, I drink a gallon of water. I take my medicine and my vitamins. I ready myself, um, eat well. And then my personal training, studying those, those happen every day. And then I have for the week. So like what we had talked about, I need to do these things this week. um, and in whatever order they happen in, They happen in other than like, I have, I have like an actual planner, a calendar that has my schedule on it. Uh Um, So this will tell me like, I have to, I was also supposed to go work with my event last week. Well, the day I was supposed to go to the office was was an ice day, so I couldn't go in. So I'm going to work tomorrow to work on the event for three hours. So today I need to prepare for that. So that has to happen today because I have that meeting in the morning, but it's on my things to do this week. And then for today, I have it in my planner for today. Okay. So it's working. Um, I'm just having to adjust a little bit, but that's okay. I mean, that's life. And the thing is I adjusted and I still got all the things done.
0: See, I think that's, that's the key point there. Yeah. You, life happens, yes. especially mom. life. Like mom life doesn't just mute because we need to get things done in a specific order at a specific time. That doesn't, that doesn't mute. Yeah. We don't get to yeah. pause on it. Uh, so really getting creative about how you got everything done, even with your daughter home, your husband home, your husband gone this week and schedule shifting again, because you can't leave your daughter home alone. Yes, you know, I think that's the critical thing is that you were flexible. So we talked a lot about rhythm, but the thing with rhythm, if you think about music, even in the same song, it can shift rhythm. It can shift time signature. It can shift the way it feels. Mm -hmm. Well, life is the same way. Right. So that's going to be the key thing. Now, how do you, how do you, how are you liking having just a list of things for the week, not necessarily assigned to this specific block on this specific day? Um,
1: so just having a list for the week is kind of like a data dump for me. I can, as I think about things, right, I can just write them down and put them on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the things like that have to be done on a certain day, I'm writing those on my planner. So like, I have to prepare for my meeting tomorrow morning. I've got to get that done today. So um, I've already had a client call this morning at nine. Um, This call, I work out with my trainer at 11 or 1130. And then once I come home this afternoon, that's my focus as I'm sitting down, um, working on my event so that when I go in the office in the morning, I'm ready for my meeting at 830 and I'm not I'm not kind of fumbling around this evening because Keith's traveling. So it's just Grace and I. Mm-hmm. She has practice tonight. I have a conference call that I have to do from practice. Yeah. So um, it's basically taking my data dump for the week. And then if stuff has to be done at a certain time, then I put that on my planner. Perfect. Perfect. Otherwise, it just stays on the list of things that have to be done for the week. And as I do them, I just mark them off. And if they're super important, then they may get highlighted. Like on Wednesday, if they're not done yet, they need to be done. Then I highlight them something to make them stand out.
0: Okay. So it sounds like it's working and it's giving you that much needed flexibility, which at this point in life, you need, you right. know, ideally every day would look exactly how you plan, but it doesn't. No, it just doesn't. And that's okay. Okay um, having that, that big list. And I love the idea to by Wednesday highlight if something really has to be done this week and there's really no wiggle room. If it's not checked off, go ahead and highlight it. Yeah. That's going to draw your attention and make you a little bit more hesitant to choose something else over it. Yes. When you look at your list or it, buried, going.
1: or it get buried in the list uh, yeah. because I've got three or four things that need to be done. So no. So that's kind of how, um, I'm approaching it and it's, it works. And I feel, or I still feel organized. I still feel like I'm being productive. Mm -hmm. Um, my husband even made a comment to last Thursday, grace was here. Keith was working from home. I was trying to work. We have (laughs) full monitors on our, in our office. I have a laptop. He has a laptop. We have an iPad. We have all the things right. More like all of them. Um, and we were battling over the dual monitors on the desk. So it was like, okay, I have a call at this time. I need to do some things. He had a call. So we were shifting. We're still in the office. Cause we have like huge built-ins with yeah. desks. We have another desk in here. Um, so we were shifting, but at the end of the day, he, Keith made the comment to me. He was like, Hey, I'm really, I'm really proud of you today. And I was like, why, like I survived. Is that
0: what, what, what did <laughs> I, I do? Well, today I, showered, I got showered.
1: Yeah. I showered and fed our child 12 times today. Um, and he was like, no, like you're, you're like really productive and you stay focused and you're like, you're working. And I was like, yes, like I don't, I don't sit here all day and watch soap operas. Like I'm really trying to stay focused. The TV does not come on. I have mm-hmm. music playing. Cause I, I like to have sound. Um, but no, I'm really focused on stuff. So he even noticed that I was really diligent about doing my things. Um, I'm reading every day. I don't know. I've already put my intentions in for the week. So um, I'm reading every single day. So I made a point to get that done. So
0: yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Now you said, and this is different than what we talked about. You said you planned yesterday, which would have been a Sunday. Yes. Yes. So talk about talked about, you really we talked like
1: about the Mondays. Monday. Right. So yesterday Grace had softball, she had two scrimmages back to back. Um, which is they I don't know, they left here at 10 15 and didn't get home until four or four fifteen. So um I, there's no need for both parents to sit and watch a scrimmage. It's still, it was cold. It was like 40 degrees outside. There was no need for both of us to sit out there and freeze. Um, so I told Keith, I was like, Hey, you go do the scrimmage. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to work. I'm gonna get some stuff done. So that's what I did. Um, he was able to do scrimmages yesterday cause he's traveling this week. So I'll have to do practice tonight. I'll have to do stuff tomorrow, which is fine. So yeah, I I wasn't going to have time to do it today. And I had a client call at nine this morning and I needed to be prepared for that at nine o'clock this morning and not trying to get all of my things together.
0: Okay, so that worked really well. Yes. To be able to plan when you had some time on Sunday to plan for the start of the work week. Yes. Okay, so that's something to keep in mind for future. If you find yourself on a Sunday afternoon where you have the time and you feel like you've got that brain power at that time where it's not being pulled 18 directions to just go ahead and maybe jot some things down. Maybe it's not the whole list, but doing some of that brain dump.
1: Right. Nope. I got it all done yesterday. So, and it does, it takes time. It was probably a couple of hours Mm -hmm. of my time to kind of sit here and go through the week, what I wanted my intentions to be this week, things I needed to accomplished this week because it's right now it I'm still in that mode of creating my own work, right? Like I'm having to create things to do because I don't have I my days aren't filled with client calls right now and my days are not filled with meetings and things like that. So I'm having to create things for getting my name out there in front of people, brand awareness, marketing. So it takes some time to sit down and think through that of, okay, I need to do brand awareness this week. What, what can I do to push my name out there, push my business out there, drive people to my website, drive people to social media. So it's a lot of just really sitting and thinking in the quiet.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because you're right. You are at that stage where you don't have a big, long email list. Mm -hmm. You're still working. You're going to have to build that. You don't necessarily have the brand awareness yet, but as we talked about, that was real. That's really your focus for the first three months is to make sure you're getting that brand awareness. So you are really focusing in on what that big intention was. Yes. And you're right. You got to figure out what it means from week to week. And as you get further, what you'll see, and you know, this from all the work you've done is that it shifts a little bit. And how the processes start to come into play as what you, what you need to do to make XYZ happen for that brand awareness. You'll yes. see it, it kind of solidifying in the next couple of weeks and you'll get a rhythm to that too. Right. Okay. Um, so one of the things that you might already be thinking about that kind of when I was thinking about where you're at with brand awareness is also building your email list because your email list is gold, especially when we know that social media can be touch and go. Let's say that it it can be, you know, you could get locked out of your account tomorrow, but if you have an email list, well, they can't take that away from you. That's yours. So what are you doing to start build it, to start build that building that email list?
1: Um, so whenever I am talking to clients, so that's a follow-up I have to do today is, um, the client that I visited with this morning, um, sending her the wellness will and, um, a couple of other things. And then I'm also, I'm putting a link to the actual page that has my sign up on my website mm-hmm. and asking them to join my email list. Um, To stay up to date with current information and then asking them to, you know, follow me on social media as well. Mm -hmm. So anytime I send out information or an email, it's, you know, please sign up for my email list. Um, I'm going to do a social post this week that's promoting my email list um, and driving them directly to that page. I actually have it on, it's on my homepage And then I have it on a couple of other pages as well, where they can go and sign up for my list. So there's a social post that will go out this week about that. I'll also do a story with just like a screenshot of it and some little fun, something like, you know, arrows and all the
0: fun things. The little gifts and the things that go on there. And yes,
1: so I'm doing that. And then um, one of my brand awareness this week is I'm emailing a bunch of different school districts with my professional development presentations that I have as they start to look at professional development, either for summer or for new teachers coming in when they're doing um, convocations or even for next year. Um, So I'll put, so really it's a contact point in anything that I'm doing is to join my email list to stay up to date on all the information that I'm doing. Um, You don't want to miss out um, on any, you know, specials, marketing promotions, things like that. Be it's, you know, a proprietary list. You want to be the first to know type thing. Okay. So it's kind of just another touch point for everything that I'm doing.
0: Okay. I love that. sounds like you're really covering your bases with that. Two things pop up. The first one is if you have a community college in your area, you might reach out to them. I know that as a professor, wherever I've been at two or four a There have always been professional development requirements every year and health and wellness is so big that they may be willing to bring you in for an hour presentation, virtual or in person. And that's another avenue to explore, you know, thinking school districts, let's go to that other level too.
1: Yes. Okay. We do have a couple here, so that's a good idea.
0: Yeah. They usually have a pretty robust. Uh, professional development set of offerings. And this I could see being a really great opportunity. Okay. And two year colleges often have a very diverse set of students, which means that this is really going, you know, if the professors can get in and learn from you, they can start passing these kinds of ideas along to their students for health and well being. And we just start seeing that ripple effect. Okay. The other thing that comes to mind is that you might need a freebie, some kind of thing that when someone gives you their email address, they get something in return. Okay. One of the things that I've heard several times from many different people is that your email address, email address is worth about $10. So if I were to give you my email address, I'd want something worth $10 in return. Okay. And it might be something simple like 5 secret hacks to creating a rhythm for your health and well-being. You know, just playing up on we've been talking about rhythm. Uh but 5 hacks, 5 secrets, three simple ways to So it's not long. And it's just a PDF that you it's an exchange. Here's the PDF for your email address.
2: Okay.
1: Okay, I like that.
0: Because what happens then is once you have their email address and you've sent that PDF, well, it's not just a one and done thing. You send the PDF, it's a really short email, and then the next email is kind of digging into secret number 1. Email 2, the next email, maybe sharing a little bit about secret number 2 and some ways you've implemented it. So it really comes to life and what you're doing is really working on growing the relationship. Okay. Okay. What do you think about something like that?
2: I like that. I like that.
0: You might have better luck being, you know, doing that kind of transactional, I'll give you this for your email, than just signing up for the newsletter. Okay. You want them obviously, and you're going to send them your newsletter, right? Right. Once you have their email, but this is another way to kind of speed up that process. Okay. Okay. I like that. Mm -hmm. Just simple, simple tips. It should not take them more than a few minutes to read through. We're not talking a novel. Good. (laughs) Just something short, truly something short. Okay. Okay. And then following it up with that sequence of emails, they're called nurture emails because you're nurturing the relationship Okay, and it lets them know you and ask questions in every email you're inviting them. So tell me, reply to this and tell me how you incorporated it or what questions do you have? Or what's your favorite? If the tip was about fruits, what's your favorite fruit this time of year? Okay. And giving them that, that very clear call to action to get back to you. Okay. I like it. Mm -hmm. Because in health and wellness, it's going to be about those relationships. Right. Just like you're reaching out to those school districts. It's about building that relationship. And then maybe those people that you present to are coming back for one-on-one or group coaching or your membership. So that but you've already built some of that relationship before that happens. This is another way to do that. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that would, that would go a long way toward getting brand awareness out too. So it aligns perfectly with your three months. This is what I'm doing right now. Yes. That kind
2: of focus, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It may also give you more clarity. Think about what your typical clients want. And, you know, really make it what they want, not necessarily what you think they need. Right. It's easy for us to say, well, you need this, this, and this, but what they want is way over somewhere else. Right. So give them what they want first, knowing that, yes, you're going to get to X, Y, and Z, but start where they're at with it. Okay. All right. So when you think about your next steps, what kinds of questions do you have or where, are you, where do you feel like you might get stuck?
2: Um, you know, right now it's not, I don't feel like
1: I'm, I feel like I'm prepared to not be stuck. That's um, wonderful. Yes. Now that doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. But I feel like I'm trying to prepare so that I can be productive. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: I need to make the most out of every minute of the day and, um, be really smart in using my time in a productive way. So, um, by looking at my intentions, like yesterday I sat down and looked at my intentions and this is what I'm going to do for this week. Um, I've got a lot of reading to do for my personal training certification. So that's going to take some time. Um, I've already started the book chatter. I started, I'm already like on chapter three of it. So, um, that I'm going to be honest on that is where I can be stuck because I can just keep reading it and reading it and reading it. It's a, it's a really good book and so relative to my life right now. Um, and understanding chatter and negative spirals and things like that is really relative to me right now so it's extremely interesting and I can find myself just sitting and reading and reading and reading that's why I said chapters two and three because I need to really be honed in on when I get to chapter three I've got to stop that book I need to get chapters done in my personal training one. I need to get these other things done. Now come Saturday, if I've done everything and I've taken care of everything, then I can go back to chatter and I can read chapter four if I want, but I cannot sit and just spend four hours today reading because okay. I really could. I really could on that book. Yeah.
0: It's a good one. isn't um, it?
1: it really is a good one. And it's not one that I was familiar with. And so, um, when we were talking about it, I went straight to Amazon when you said it's like $4 off or whatever. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go order it. But I didn't really read about it or anything else. I literally just went and hit purchase. And then it came in the next day and where it has like on the front, the voice in our head. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I can't like, this is, I've got to open this right now. And so I started reading it. Um, And like, I've already like, I write and you're
0: ready. Yeah.
1: Writing. Um, But there's so many good things in here. And even like in each chapter, like highlights, like I write, you know, like in chapter one, these were things that really stood out to me. Um, But it's a really interesting book. And to this book. So there was a Dr. Sears um, webinar, it wasn't him doing it. It was on the coaches portal about, um, Oh, it's about the brain brain and your eating. Yeah. I can't remember,
0: I can't remember I just, the exact,
1: but it kind of talks about the same thing, like brain health and anxiety and depression and all of these things going on and how your health and wellness go into it and the connection between, all the things. And so there was, there was stuff in the book that related back to some of those webinars that I've been watching. And so I'm really intrigued by the brain mm-hmm. and our nutrition and movement and the connection between those and um, anxiety and mental health and mm-hmm. mental disorders mood disorders ha- really has me intrigued right now so all of that to say that's where I could get stuck
0: <laughs> okay okay so so yes um my my child loves to read and he will read for I mean 14 hours a day if I were to let him do that so we have found it works for me too because I have the same affliction. I would sit happily on a couch and read for 14 hours a day if you let me. Like. I have found that putting a bookmark where I have to stop. Yes. Is a good reminder for me. So that yep. Yep. <laughs> because otherwise it's like, oh, I passed that chapter. Who knew? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm glad to see you do that too.
1: Yes, I have to do that. Yeah. Because the the crazy thing is I only I don't like to read. I've never liked to read. And okay. I'm going to admit that through four years of college, I may have read a combined total of like two full books. Well I just can't read. But the thing is, like the things that are really intriguing to me, I can completely get lost in. Yep. Completely get lost in. Yep. Like I I don't know. So all of that to say that is where I could get stuck. But I'm trying to put measures in place to mm-hmm not let that derail me, but have it more as an incentive and a reward. I can go back to it if I get all the things done. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: And knowing that inside the coaching hive membership, we are not having this book club discussion until May. Yes. You know, you have time,
1: but I'm going to be ready for it. in
0: March. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, you know, a month and a half, two months early. It's okay.
1: No, I will be ready in
0: March, but But honestly, I think it's a great book for anyone, especially starting out to manage that mindset a little bit sooner, manage that inner voice a little bit sooner rather than letting the spirals happen or letting kind of the negative thoughts take over Right, because you are in uncharted territory for yourself, right? This, you, you're a brand new entrepreneur and it's easy to get stuck on the little things that don't go the way you thought.
1: Right. Or I think it's for me, because I recently within the last two months have started taking medication for anxiety, okay. um, which I never, I probably have had, had anxiety issues my whole life and have just never figured it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it kind of, it takes on the stance of, Everybody, everybody has the inside voice Mm -hmm. and it, it runs all day. I don't know. Have you started reading it? Oh yeah. Okay. So if you like the part where it talks about the study that the guy did in New York, where he recorded people's thoughts and it's like, is there a staples in the area? Is there a state oh death? What if I die tomorrow? Like, but his, his example of our mind does the process of 7,000 words per minute. And like a presidential keynote address is 6,000 words and it's an hour and a half. Yeah. So to me, it was like, okay, everybody, everybody's head does this. It's nor- like, it's okay. But in one of our other books that we read, and I don't remember which one it was, but it talked about, oh, it's the joy of movement that I was telling you about. Yes. But it talks about productive thinking and unproductive mm-hmm. thinking. Um, and when you're trying to train yourself to when you recognize that it's unproductive to switch it back to productive thinking and what you need to think about. So anyway, it all really intertwines with one another. But to me, reading it took on the mindset for me was, okay, everybody does this and I have talked about spirals like but for him to say negative spirals and I was like oh my gosh I'm not just discre- yeah right I'm not creating this like it truly is a thing and until I can train my brain to do that I I have to have medication to help me right now because I can't and the reality is I'm at home all day by myself and I'm having to stay focused and I'm having to stay intentional and I'm having to drive myself right now. And I, if I'm not careful, I could truly sit here all day and go into a negative spiral over the craziest things,
0: the little things so, that yeah, ordinarily so, wouldn't.
1: Yes. And so for him to talk about it, I was like,
0: yes. <laughs> Don't you love those moments though, where, you know, it's so easy to get into this habit of doing, 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 and Sometimes we get into a habit of learning, 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 but if we're doing, 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 we don't always stop and pick up a book. Right. But
1: I would have never, I would have never found this book ever. Like, and I didn't even know when I hit purchase, like what I I was just like, oh, it's $4 off and we're going to need it. So I went in while we were on our call, I went in and ordered it and it was here the next day. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is the best book ever. It's the best timing ever in my life, but I would have never found it. I would have never found it. So those are the things that are so, um, like so beneficial and priceless as being part of the coaching hive because there's things that I'm learning and doing and getting that I would never get anywhere else.
0: Yeah, you have to have that peer community. You have to have a mentor relationship. You've got to have that stuff because there's no possible way that you could surf Amazon And find all of the magic gems or go to your local bookstore and find all of the gems that are out there. But, you know, when people hear you talking about this or that, they can say, oh, there's this book yes, that might help or might clarify. And now you have a place to go. Yes. You don't have to know everything. And I think that's the true beauty of it is you get exposed to so much more and you don't have to know everything yourself. Right. Because that would just be mind boggling to try and contemplate.
1: Yeah, no. I, I nope. do not need I do not need another silo in my head right now trying no. to organize something. No. no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this past week has been all about rhythm. You learned about flexibility, you made sure that you you just gave yourself that grace. Yes. <laughs> not to be confused with your daughter, but you gave yourself grace to move things around, to not do it at 4:45 in the morning if 8.30 worked better or yes. 5.30 at night worked better. You just kind of moved things around and, you know, thinking about focusing on building your relationships. You had that coaching call right before our call. You're already thinking about how to follow up and to nurture that relationship. You're sending information out to the school districts to get more, to work with them on professional development. So you've got a lot of stuff going. You have your list for this week, including reading just two chapters of chatter, yes. just two, just two, <laughs> unless, you know, it gets to Saturday and you've done everything else. Then you might read another chapter. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what I can is reward myself? Yeah, <laughs> you can, you can absolutely reward yourself. How are you going to, what are you, go... what's your next big step? What's your next big thing that, you know, is kind of on the horizon that you want to put out there um i don't know that's a good question um because this is so much a testing phase right right you can't get stuck in the oh i should maybe or making lists but then choosing something and saying We've got to put it out there and see if it sticks um
1: well probably the professional development stuff with the school districts like put, i mean that's a lot putting that out there and seeing what i get back Um, and then I also have a couple, there's a couple of, um, neighborhood Facebook groups, um, that you have to like live in the neighborhood and all of that stuff to be part of the groups. Right. So Mm -hmm. I have a friend of mine that is in two groups that I'm not a part of. And she was like, Hey, send me something about your business. And I will post it in my neighborhood groups, um, so that they can see it. Um, so it's, it's probably things like that is just being, just getting out there and just getting my information out. Um, I do have from the Yuma school district, which I wasn't able to do that presentation, but I did offer them, um, like coaching complimentary sessions. And I've had two people already schedule sessions with me. Yeah.
2: Wonderful.
1: Right. So, um, I'm working on those and, you know, I initially offered one 30 minute complimentary session. They sent me a couple of questions they're wanting to ask. So I did a little bit of Q and a prior to the session. So that I was prepared for it. Um, but like the one I had this morning, um, I told her she's going to do the wellness wheel. Um, there's a couple of things for follow-up. And so I told her, I said, once you do the wellness wheel, once you kind of read through the information I'm sending you. If you would like to have a follow-up session, I will offer you another 30-minute session to answer any questions you have about the wellness wheel. If you are unique, you, you know ideas on how to move forward in certain areas, then we can discuss that. Um, and she was very, very appreciative. Um, and then I have another call this afternoon. I think that just got scheduled right before we got on the call. So it's really um, preparing for those calls. Mm -hmm. And um, I have a client that I coach every Thursday at seven. So I really need to focus on those and then growing those calls. Because to me, those one-on-one calls are the ones that truly fill my bucket every day. Yeah.
0: And they will fill your calendar too. Not only do they fill your bucket, (laughs) they will fill your calendar over and over and over, because, you know, it's not just that one person you met with that, that one person is going to tell some other people at lunch today that they talked to you.
1: Yeah. And she was, you know, there were a couple of things. She was like, you've been so helpful. And I'm so thankful that you offered this up. Um, Mm -hmm. you've helped me realize, you know, A, B, and C that I never thought of, um, and then at the end, when I told her, I said, I'm happy to do another 30 minute call. Cause I want you to feel like you have a plan and yeah. your plan may be different after you do the wellness will. Um, so, you know, I want to be able to get you started off. And um, she said, you know, I, you've made me realize, you know, A, B and C today. So it was, it was a, yeah, it was a great call. It sounds like it. Yeah. It was a really good call. Um, so anyway, those are the ones that, that really get you excited and you know, you want to tackle this as yeah. much as you can so that you can have more of those.
0: Yep. You want to <laughs> tackle that list. And then that, that just brings you more of those opportunities to fill your bucket. Yes. And honestly, you filled her bucket this morning. I guarantee it.
1: Yeah. I feel like I did. I really do. And that was, um, that was super well, I mean, rewarding is yep. but' it, oh, that, it's the right word there's no to me like rewarding is one thing, but it was like an in like an internal emotional i don't know what the right word is it was but, it was um,
0: it was an intrinsic reward it, it, may, it really helped you feel inside just deep down gooey and good <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> that yeah, and, and to the point of we do, we do know what we're doing, right? Like, they don't, she didn't know anything about the wellness will had never heard about the wellness will. Um, and if I, you know, if I've did something wrong, or misspoke or something, she doesn't, she didn't know, she felt extremely um, thankful, and appreciative, and of me giving my time and helping her realize a couple of things that were right in front of her that she never, that's not how she was thinking about it. So Mm -hmm. I just helped her reframe Mm -hmm. how she was looking at things a little bit. It didn't change anything. I just reframed how she was looking at it. Right. um, To where it was more positive driven and not that she wasn't achieving her goals. Well, you are achieving your goals. You absolutely are killing your goals. It's just, let's just look at it in a little bit different perspective. Um, so anyway, it was, it was helpful.
0: Good. Oh, that's so good. That's so I good. Know. That just makes you smile for the rest I of know. the week. It, does. it does.
1: I know. And it's like, I just need more of those. Like I could do two to four of those every day.
0: Okay, so here's one last quick question for you. Maybe something to add to your list. After these calls, um, maybe in a separate journal or a separate word file or wherever you like to do things, uh, I would highly recommend a journal. Write down how you felt, what what difference you made in this person's life today, because there will be days when (laughs) you're like, oh man, right? We all have those days yes but that becomes a resource for you to say i'm having one of those days or keith to recognize that you're having one of those days and he comes and he hands you the journal and he says here's a cup of tea here's your journal go read just as that reminder that check that balance
1: yeah that's a good idea
0: And just really being very and very deliberate about doing that, taking five minutes after a call and saying, you know what? I'm going to write about what was good about that call. Yeah. Okay. How it made you feel, what, how it made the client feel, you know, it may be different every single time. What stands out to you?
1: Right. Okay. It's a good idea.
0: And just recognizing that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So this week you've got your list. You are going to, to do lots of reaching out, lots of connecting about professional development. Yes. Uh, You've got your social media plan. You might consider looking into fun runs. And, um, I know Easter's coming up. If there are big Easter egg hunts or neighborhood Easter egg hunts where you could share your information, springtime is an off is often a time for those like kids, fun runs where there's kids and there's parents um, just even looking for those kinds of opportunities that are around and are starting to pop back up.
1: Right. And then this month I'm also doing for social media, my social media focus this month is, um, national nutrition month is March and the, um, who does it? It's not the CDC. I can't remember what national organization does it, but they have a great media kit So, it has like your social media tags, it has post ideas, it has all of that stuff. So, going to your point about spring and getting ready for spring and, you know, National Nutrition Month and um, all the things that it focuses on. So, I'm gonna, that's going to be, they have a different theme for every week. So, it can be something that I can carry throughout the whole month of March.
0: Okay. Yeah, that'll give you a lot of great direction. And even, um, thinking about how to make, how to make, you know, if someone's doing s'mores, how to, how to make it a little bit better. So making sure that you're watching your graham crackers and that you've got the best ingredients in the graham crackers, comparing those boxes, or like for our family, our child is allergic to artificial dye. Well, marshmallows are dyed with blue dye. Oh, Mm -hmm. who knew? Right. So even like drawing awareness to, Hey, is it picking up this bag or this bag of marshmallows at the store for your fun campfire that you're doing now that it's spring and maybe you're getting out more and you've got friends coming over, how are you going to do your s'mores? Okay. Or how do you choose a good chocolate? You know, right. some of that fun stuff, not saying you shouldn't have s'mores, but if you are, Hey, look at the chocolate, right? Maybe make okay. this one little swap. Okay.
1: Um, And that'd be fun for St. Patrick's Day as well.
0: Yeah. Doing something. Yeah. Even if you want to dye things green, well, how can you do that without artificial dye? Right. And even pulling together some of those recipes that are all over the internet saying, here are some fun ones for St. Patrick's Day. Right. Okay. Doing that kind of stuff. Perfect. All right. So you feel like, you know, where you're headed this week? Uh,
1: yes, actually I do.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a good feeling too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I actually feel like I do. So, um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a big focus. So I just, you know, I'm going to get the things done and not have all the chatter to distract me and everything else. So we're going to stay focused and knock it out.
0: Wonderful. Perfect. Ah, I can't wait to hear. What I know you're going to accomplish your list because you have been really focused on it. So I know it's going to happen. I can't wait to hear what you learn from it. Let's go with that. Can't wait to hear what you learn from your list this week. Okay, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what did you think of that coaching conversation? Wasn't it just so interesting? And what a great reminder that we need to be flexible. I tried to set you up for that at the beginning of the episode, but as you heard from Julie, Flexibility is key with that rhythm. You've got to make those adjustments. You have to be willing to change and go with the flow a little bit. Even if you have this beautiful rhythm and routine outlined, you may have to make a little bit of shift. Your action item may have to shift a little bit. Now, last week your action item was to outline a rhythm or a routine for yourself. So let me ask you, were you flexible? Did you build in some flexibility? What kinds of adjustments have you had to make? As we learned from Julie, uh, we need to be flexible, right? She shared that she's working on building relationships and building connections. That's key. So in addition to having that rhythm, which she's getting a handle on, she's starting to feel that settling in, and hopefully you are too. We need to build relationships. If you think about your business as a car, the wheels would be the relationships. They really have to be there in order for your car to go anywhere, right? So if you think about building relationships, that's how you are going to move your business forward. So this week's action item is going to be all about having some conversations. Now, this will look different based on where you are in your coaching business. For some of you, you're further along and you may already have a really healthy email list, and lots of great connections. You may have community relationships built up. Now is the time to go back and nurture those relationships. Reconnect with those people. Make sure that you are there and supporting them and that you're continuing the conversation. If you're newer to coaching like Julie is with her business, then it's all about finding those connections, cultivating them, building the relationships with those potential partners. Now, notice I'm not saying sells them something. I'm saying build a relationship because it's going to be the relationship that helps you move forward. So if you're new to coaching this week, make it a goal to reach out to at least one new person and share a little bit about your coaching business. Find out a little bit about them how you might be of service to them. This may take some time. It may take some of you really far outside of your comfort zone. Just know that the more you do it, the easier it gets. The first time is probably going to be awkward. Just like meeting a new person for the first time is sometimes awkward. Making a new friend is sometimes a little awkward. You don't have that, that uh, connection yet. You don't have that rhythm to the conversation. It's kind of like going out on a blind first date. Well, awkward. Well, the more you try, the easier it gets. So make it a goal for this week to reach out to one new person. Maybe it's on social media. Maybe someone liked a post of yours that you shared. Reach out to them. Let them know you appreciate them and that you hope that they're having a great day, a great weekend, and maybe even ask what meant the most about the post. What really resonated with them? Start that authentic conversation. It's not about selling here. It's about creating authentic relationships that you can build on. Having a thriving, profitable coaching business is going to be built on a foundation of relationships. Okay, so that's your task for the week. Reach out to at least one person. Start a new relationship. Create a new relationship. If you already have a lot of community partners, go strengthen those relationships this week. The point is to be proactive. Get out there, renew or create new relationships upon which you can build your coaching business. Now, if you are listening to these podcast episodes and you are thinking that you would really like to take the next step in your coaching business, head over to coachinghive.com forward slash assessment. And you can, in less than 10 minutes, take a quick survey, a quick assessment, all about your coaching business as it exists currently. And you will receive in return a free detailed, I think it's like 17 pages, a free detailed report on how to take the next steps for your business. And that brings me to one last reminder. Julie has been so kind to sit down and share her business and her journey with all of you if you'd like to connect with Julie, you can find her at yourfitandhealthylifestyle.com and on Facebook and Instagram at yourfitandhealthylifestyle. And as always, you can connect with me on Instagram at Coaching Hive and on Facebook at Coaching Hive Life. As always, I look forward to seeing you back here next week for another episode of the Coaching Hive podcast, where a focus on mentoring and community removes the overwhelm of building your successful coaching business and adds in a dose of momentum. Until next time, have a healthy, safe, and happy week.